Two Humorous Nurses would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record the podcast, the Yorty Ordination. We pay our respects to the Elders past and present and extend that respect to other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders who are listening today. Always was, always will be. Two Humorous Nurses with Kelly and Alicia. Podcasts of dreams of going viral, but without the rush. Welcome to Two Humorous Nurses, where we plan to bring you funny, informal, conversational chat about all things nursing. Today we have a very special guest. He's well-known nurse on social media who brings us the horror stories of terrible hospital break rooms, staff ridges, nurses' week gifts of rocks and stale pizza, and of course the infamous scrub romper. He also has done a lot of work around advocating for gay man's rights to donate blood, which after a successful two-year campaign, convinced the FDA to end the lifetime ban on gay men donating blood. Hello. (laughs) Nurse Blake, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Hi. You know, as you're going over that intro, it is Scrub Romper Day. I dropped that video five years ago (gasps) today. Happy anniversary. (laughs) Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me on. I wish I was in Australia with you both. Soon enough, you'll be here. Kelly's been so ah. all morning. Like, oh, I can't believe we're talking to Blake. I'm so excited. And it's so it feels a bit surreal because I've been watching your videos forever. Yeah. And um, when Kelly said, oh, I'm going to try and get Nurse Blake, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> and it worked out. See, it's great. I was so yeah. happy when you guys reached out. Oh, it's so nice. Thank you so much. Our listeners are going to be so pumped yeah. to have you. <laughs> Because you are like our vibe. Like this is like we literally just take the piss. That's basically what we do. We love <laughs> um, <laughs> um, So you are more than just a meme-loving nurse comedian. Obviously a champion of nurses. You just bring joy to everyone whose lives you touch. And um, you've got NurseCon at Sea, which has recently happened, and you've got a live comedy tour going on and a book and just so many things. So welcome. I think firstly, we'd love to know about your journey into nursing, if you could tell us a bit about that. Yeah, for sure. So um, I have been a nurse for eight years now. It is crazy. It's gone by so fast. But I've really been in healthcare for uh, over 12. I actually started out as a patient transporter in the hospital before I got accepted into nursing school, just you know, pushing patients down the hallway, <laughs> which I thought was going to be an easy job, but it is hard. Yeah. It's like difficult, like pushing someone around in a, in a wheelchair or in one of those heavy beds. I'm like, oh my gosh, like it was, it was super difficult. So then I got a job in surgery where I would have to clean up all the rooms, all the blood mm. and the bones from the spine surgeries and get them sterilized for the next procedure. And then I graduated and became a nurse. But I, you know, really have always wanted to be a nurse. My dad has been a respiratory therapist for years. And I knew early on that I didn't want to deal with any, like, mucus or, like, uh, sputum. That's nothing you know, from the head. <laughs> like, nothing from there. Um, and then right from high school, I started my prereqs for nursing. So it's been a pretty easy journey for me. That sounds like a good way to get into it. Like just start at the yeah. bottom 
and now you're up the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely been a super easy transition. And I tell, you know, people that want to get into nursing or that are in nursing school to, if you can get a job in the hospital, do it. Yeah. Because the hardest part about nursing is really just talking and connecting and being comfortable with patients. Absolutely. So you've done um, quite a lot of work around the donation of blood in America. Yeah. I know that changed a little while ago, but can you tell us a little bit more about the Band for Life campaign? So if you didn't know, I'm a homosexual. <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> Obviously, everyone knows that. Um, I've been married. <laughs> it's like in it's like not a surprise. Um, when I was in nursing school, I was inspired to donate blood from one of my classmates who has sickle cell anemia. And I had never considered donating blood before, but I always knew that it was important. You know, whenever there's a mass casualty or a natural disaster, mm-hmm. there's like always an urgent call for blood donors. So back in 2013, I was halfway through my nursing school program. I went to go donate blood. I was excited and nervous because I like don't like needles. <laughs> um, but I uh, went in anyways because I was going to do it. I was inspired. Yeah. And unfortunately, I was turned away. Um, and the tech that was reviewing my questionnaire, you have to fill out like 53 questions. Um, she's reviewing it. And she's like, Blake, I'm sorry, you can't donate blood. I'm like, why can't I donate blood? She's like, you're gay, which means you're banned for life. So I went through yeah. all these emotions. I was like embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. I was shocked. And when I got home, I started doing research and there wasn't an organization that was trying to get this policy put in place by the FDA that bans gay males from donating blood, uh, there wasn't anyone trying to change it. So I decided to create a little Facebook page called Ban for Life. And a little nursing student from Orlando, Florida, decided to take <laughs> on the FDA with my classmates. <laughs> and uh, we shook shit up and yeah. we got them to end the lifetime ban. That is incredible. So and- how long has that been? Oh, my gosh. So the ban ended in 2013. The lifetime ban ended in 2015. So I get that question a lot. I get like, oh, so how was it donating blood for the first time? Well, that's the thing. They still don't let gay and bisexual males donate blood unless they've been abstinent for a certain amount of time. And I'm married. (laughs) So that's not happening, if you know what I mean. Even a few years. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, my husband's very sexy. He's tall, six seven. You know what that means. So, um, <laughs> so definitely not saying abstinent to be able to donate blood. But, um, you know, on a more serious note, like even after trying to get the FDA to end the lifetime ban, which they did in 2015, there's still been a lot of advocacy work trying to get them to lift all these other bans, these abstinent bans that they have put in place. And I know, I believe Canada just lifted their band like fully which is awesome which is awesome which and i'm saying canada like you guys should know but you're in australia (laughs) so that's two different countries to be honest two different years behind every other western country in the world (laughs) well they lifted i did a bit of research because i hadn't thought about it in australia Mm. and they last year changed it so that um, gay men could donate blood, but after a 12 month deferral period. Yeah. I Googled what deferral period is, but I'm assuming that just means abstinence. 
Yeah, you can't have sex. Ridiculous. I suppose I can see a little bit of, I mean, this is devil's advocate in me. I think the whole um, like incubation period of some STIs and things like blood Yeah, they're trying to reduce it down to six months. But I mean, still, but Canada just just lifted it. So, you know, our thing has always been, you know, not looking at sexual orientation when it comes to deferral yeah, periods, absolutely. but looking at other other types of things yeah, when it yeah. comes to that. But yeah, that was my first step into the whole advocacy. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, what a big step. Journey. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's take it on. Know. Yeah. I can't believe, and what guts, like you seriously, to yeah. to go, oh my God, this is a big, this is huge. Like how. Y'all, I was nervous. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like, oh my God, the FDA is going to like arrest me. <laughs> And they're gonna like have me abducted. (laughs) I I remember like being in nursing school when I was doing Ban for Life and getting a call from the FDA, the Blood Advisory Committee, that was like, "Are you Blake?" And I'm like, (laughs) "Wait, I just shit my pants. Let me just (laughs) really quick. Let me just wipe my ass really quick." And I'm like, "Yeah, I am Blake." And they're like, "Can you come present on why you think we should lift it?" And, um, yeah, it was really cool. That's when I realized that, you know, uh, no matter what level you are in nursing, no matter how long you've been in nursing, even yeah. nursing students, like you guys do have the power to create change. Absolutely. Um, as long as you use your voice and you have mm-hmm. to, um, know first that you have a voice and don't be afraid to use it. There were many times when I thought, you know, I can't do this. I shouldn't do this. No one's going to listen to me, but I'm so happy that I did. That yeah. is amazing. Do you know, it's <laughs> just a little side note. Whenever I do a dressing on somebody's toe, I cut, I cut, the, <laughs> I cut the dressing into like this particular shape because I know it works every single time, and I've like nailed it. It's a science, and I always say to my husband, oh, "I've used my yet to be patented toe dressing today," <laughs> and um, he's always like, "Why don't you contact somebody and tell them about your amazing toe dressing?" Do it. No one would ever listen to no, me. Maybe yes, should. they would. <laughs> listen, yeah, you're like, a millionaire. <laughs> inspired now Blake I'm gonna go and contact Johnson do and it you would be <laughs> so rich and then get on Shark Tank do yes. it yes, with my little toe oh my dress. god that would be awesome so just inspired so moving on from the very serious topic of like Band for life and toe dressings. Yeah. straight into and toe dressings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, feet. Uh. <laughs> Podiatrists are the worst. Why voluntarily choose feet? I cannot. I cannot. Oh my gosh! Listen, when my husband, he like I said, he's six seven. So his like I don't like feet, but his shoe is like a size fifteen, and it's like. <laughs> It's like too much feet for me. <laughs> I don't know a size fifteen. How does that correlate to an Australian foot size? Like I what think metric? About the same. same. Yeah, I think we have we okay. we use male shoes are the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's big. Cool. We, yeah, we, we get it's big. big. <laughs> um, but obviously, serious topic into what you sort of really do now, but the comedy side of it. The Scrub Romper was your first video to go viral. Is that right? So five years ago today. Yeah, that's tell crazy. Us what made you turn the camera on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and do that video because I watched it 
again the yeah, other same. night and I just yes it is God is it still out there that's crazy yeah it's it's crazy to think five years um so at that time I was you know, into my nursing journey, I was working in the ICU. I was doing liver transplants in Houston at the Texas Medical Center, which is actually one of the world's largest medical centers. Um, and I was like burnt out, like even before the pandemic, like I was just feeling imposter syndrome and I couldn't handle it. And that's when after leaving one of my shifts, I had my very first panic attack and I thought like I was a bad nurse. I thought I couldn't handle it. I thought maybe nursing's not for me, but I was also feeling alone and I didn't feel a real sense of community within the nursing community outside of the people that I worked with, like my best friends. And so I just as um, kind of like a coping mechanism, just wanted to create a silly video and put it online for my friends and it turned out to get shared like around the world. And I realized once something's on the internet, like you can't take that shit down. Like it's up there forever. And I guess nothing was going on in the world at the time because like all the news stations like picked it up and shared it. I remember my grandmother who lived in Florida called me like from her lazy boy drinking a Coors Light. Like, Blake, are you, you're dancing on the news, the local news, dancing, showing your legs. I'm like, oh my God, grandma. I was like, and don't forget to turn. I don't want you to get a pressure injury. Yeah. And so what was really surprising to me is like a video I used as a sense of relief just for myself, you know, reading the comments that helped, you know, nursing students, you know, it helped nurses that were just like, I was able to laugh my ass off, you know, yeah. in the middle of my shift or after an exam. And the community kind of grew and grew from there. And I decided to keep on making videos as a form of relief for me. It made me realize that I'm not alone, that, you know, nurses all over the world, even though our practice may be different and our time zones are yeah. different. Uh, we all go through pretty much the same shit. Absolutely. Like we all have to wipe it front to back. <laughs> and <laughs> no matter where you're working uh, in this world as a nurse, but that's what's pretty cool. So I realize I'm not alone and that kind of we're all in this together. It's been very similar for us, actually, like doing the podcast was just a way for us to mm. let off steam. And it was during the pandemic and we thought, oh, it'd be funny if some of our friends listened. And then it's just grown. Look at you guys and now. All over the world <laughs> listening to us. And, you know, people reaching out just saying, like, we did an episode on, on mental health because Kelly and I both yep. had our own issues um, like yourself. And, and people just saying, oh, that helped me so much. And it's so nice to know that there's other people who've gone through the same thing as us or, you know, oh, your podcast makes me laugh. And, you know, because nursing can be pretty depressing. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah. It can be for sure. Six of weirdos. Yeah. I mean, we laugh about stuff we should not laugh about. And so we oh, just We're thought, the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so we thought we'd put it out there. And I love, like, your videos are so relatable. So relatable. Like, I can't. And, I mean, you're American and, you know, some things don't always translate between Australia and America. Like we just don't – I think the sarcasm in Australia is not always recognised, but I – honestly, your videos are just relatable to everybody. I feel like we all look at them and go, which one am I? 
Yeah. And then, <laughs> I got yeah. Of that. We always oh, tag each funny. other. And I was like, you're this that's one. But your new so nurses. Funny. The one about yeah. new nurses. Oh, my God. After, <laughs> we, we follow on our Instagram page a lot of student nurses and grad nurses. Okay. And, and like, honestly, they're all ex- I could just imagine what they're like to work with. And, like, and I just, that video, the just the way you you said Casper's name the whole way through <laughs> it. I have never laughed so hard about something. <laughs> I was just with him in Houston, Texas. He is so awesome and amazing. I think, you know, some of the people that we work with in nursing, you know, become some of our mm. best friends and like lifelong friends because we go through so much together that other people can never understand or grasp. Yeah, so true. Absolutely. Um, what do you love the most about the content creating now? Um, because, yeah, as I said, your videos are re- accurate, relatable, just bring joy to every nurse. Yeah. <laughs> they're all real. Like, they're all based on real experiences, whether um, I'm making fun of myself in some way or coworkers I worked with or nursing students I went to nursing school with. So I have a shit ton of content um like in my phone like in my notes like I have pages and pages of shit I can make um I never pressure myself into creating content it's ever when I'm like in the mood and feeling the vibe a lot of other content creators they you know they're under a lot of pressure to put out so many amounts of content or I have to post every Wednesday or Thursday I kind of just do my own thing uh because at the end of the day like making the videos is a way for me to you know get through difficult and challenging times like i said earlier and yeah like it's never like you said i never want to be work i always want to be fun organic and natural and i think my favorite part about making the content is hearing people's feedback from it (laughs) you know i'm i I post a video and it goes to a lot of people within a matter of minutes so i love just sitting there and reading all the comments that's that's the funnest part about putting videos out there and the, just what you share, like, you know, the Nurses Day stuff, it sort of makes everyone feel that we're all in the same boat, you know, we're all getting a rock or a, you know. Yeah, we like, all get treated like shit. We all get treated like shit. I think it's less about nurses and more about executives, like, yeah. trying to offload some of the guilt. Oh, absolutely. They're, like, gaslighting us. It's like being in a bad relationship. <laughs> Like really, it's so toxic. This shit is so toxic. Um, But yeah, no, you're right. We need to break up with them, but we keep on going back because they pay us. It's like being with a sugar daddy. Uh, Okay, so we want to know all about um, NurseCon and the app, and is that something that we can access and use? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, in Australia, you guys need continuing education, right? Yep, for sure. Cool. Yeah. So so it's been really important to me, even since I was in nursing school, I've always wanted to like shake up the nursing world in some sense. And there's a lot of nursing organizations out there, but they're like expensive to join or CNEs you have to pay for. And so I wanted to develop kind of like a little organization where we could provide nurses with free continuing education. So if you're a nurse out there and you need continuing education credit, you could get that uh, by going to NurseCon or downloading the free NurseCon app and all your CNEs can be free. 
and we also developed the ultimate nursing conference i just got back mm. from nurse con at sea i mean if you're gonna bring Miami. that down under we want to yeah, <laughs> i was like every single day checking those stories being like why don't we have this why, can't why? you oh. guys it was crazy like i knew it was gonna be fun <laughs> but it was epic like it was the people that came on the ship made it so yeah. amazing okay. that's just like my content like it's nothing without people commenting yeah. like the people that watch my videos and comment are the ones that have created the community it's not me and for nurse con at sea you know i put together all the education all the events all the parties but it's nothing without the people and the people were just so amazing and what's so cool is people came from all over the world and we had nurses and nursing students of all different ages and backgrounds and it was so cool to see a nursing student like party with an executive or a CNO yeah. or a director <laughs> like it didn't matter where you were like there wasn't this need for competition and everyone could just be free and be themselves and that was yeah. the only bad feedback we got is that we didn't have enough drag queens oh, on the ship. Never enough drag yes. queens. Because we did drag brunch and over 2,000 people came and we only had two drag queens. Oh, so yeah. uh, <laughs> so next, next year we're bringing like <laughs> 10. Kelly and I are huge RuPaul's Drag yeah. Race fans. Like we talk oh about gosh. it on all the time. <laughs> Me too. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh He's God, yeah. honestly... Yeah, he, oh yeah, game changer. <laughs> Funny, you guys. So, if you, if we, it is my plan to bring Nurse Connancy to Australia, but it is open to um, nurses around the world. So, if you want to come to Miami and come with us out of Miami, we're yeah. Australia yeah, we'll next year, yeah. 2020. Oh my gosh, record your podcast live on Nurse Connancy. <gasps> Oh drag- my gosh. You better start doing those extra shit. I am cordially inviting you oh. to record your podcast on Nurse Connancy. All you have to do is get to Miami. I will get oh. you on the ship. Oh my we God. Are there. Yes. Yes. Send us we are there. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yes. I love that. <laughs> Yay! That is amazing. That's such a we've been oh, we talking about doing a po- like a live podcast, but that's next level. That is yeah. that, well, that it's is like- we're taking it to the next level. <laughs> what are you drinking? Diet oh. Coke. Oh, no, it's so bad. It's diet, but I it's like addicting. I I yeah. never drink Coke and I've never drink diet, but I just started it like this week. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you it's all fine. drink like? In America, like La- LaCroix or LaCrosse? La- LaCroix. Yeah, LaCroix. So I don't like bubbly water because yeah. it makes me gassy. Yeah. Well. Like, all I do is flatulate. <laughs> like, on sparkling mm. water. Like, I can't not handle attractive. it. No, it's really not. From flatulence to children's books. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue tell us about your book i only just realized oh this gosh. week that you've got a book coming out you all i forget all this stuff it's like when much. people say it i'm like oh shit yeah i have that going on too um yeah so the book is coming out i've been working on this book for about three years um if you don't know i worked at disney oh in orlando at the magic kingdom i was so actually guess who i was Guess oh. who I was? 
Aladdin. Um, Aladdin. No. <laughs> I was too tall for Aladdin, but I do get that. Oh, sorry. No, my gosh. Too tall. I'm a joke. I'm so short. I'm too too, too short for Aladdin. Um, I'm trying to think of Disney movies with short people. <laughs> a dwarf. <laughs> a dwarf. <laughs> I was Peter Pan. Oh, you were. I was Peter yeah. Pan. So... One of the other characters I worked with at Disney, he went on to become a children's book author. So we are friends and we connected. I'm like, I want to write a children's book. And he's like, sure, let's do it. And when we were done writing the children's book, we were pitching it to a bunch of publishers and like no one wanted it. Like all the big publishers are like, we don't want this book. We don't want this book. It's never going to sell. And we ended up getting Postal Press to publish it and Simon and Schuster to distribute it. And just in the pre-sale, it's hit bestseller on Amazon and bestseller on Barnes and Noble, and it's not oh, even out yet. That's well like done. your pretty woman moment, like big mistake. So now all the companies are like, "We want to work with you on a book." So um, I'm so excited about it. Uh, it's I think you could buy it. Oh, do you guys have Amazon? Yeah. What's it called? I want to be a nurse when I grow up. Oh, of course it is. That is brilliant. Yeah, so it's about this little nurse, Blake, who wants to be a nurse when he grows up, but he goes on the field trip to a hospital, but he meets, like, all these, like, the tired, cranky nurse. Like, <laughs> he meets the nurse that just cleaned up Code Brown, and then, like, all his <laughs> dreams get crushed. And then um, he's on a playground at recess one day and one of his friends gets hurt. So he's like, oh, my gosh, I need to help. So he goes in to help his friend and he realizes that he does want to be a nurse. So uh, the book, yeah, the book highlights like it doesn't just like glamorize nursing. It definitely shows that nursing is a hard and challenging job. But, you know, it is rewarding at the end of the day. So I think that the book is going to be great for kids and, you know, parents and families. And I think what is so cool about you know, the projects I get to work on is that I can have and do a comedy show for adults and say, mm-hmm. fuck <laughs> and shit, but also, you know, have a children's book that parents are able to buy for their kids and connect with them uh, around the nursing profession, which is really special to me. Yeah, for sure. And we've both got um, a daughter, so uh, we, each, we each have a daughter. Not together. <laughs> we don't share one. I was <laughs> like, oh, together. I love that. <laughs> And I don't, my daughter's nine and there's no way she wants to be a nurse. No, no way in hell, but we're still hopeful. We're hopeful yeah. for my daughter. So Is a nurse pay good in Australia? Oh, We nah. get paid well because we work, like we live in the country. So okay. the country nurses, well. Well, we have lots of, we're of very, we have a very strong nursing union who fight okay. really hard cool. for us. So yeah. we're not oh, terribly do. paid, but we're not. Okay. And depending on which state you're in, we're the worst paid in Australia yeah. still. But Where are you located in Australia? In Victoria. In Victoria. Like Melbourne, which, which the same is, state as Melbourne. Um, Like down the bottom near Hobart. I mean, near Tasmania. Which is opposite from Sydney. Yeah, just down the road from Sydney, really. Just about oh, just down hours, the road. Eight yeah. hours drive down. Oh, that's not bad. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Awesome. <laughs> In Australia, just down the road, like not I'll draw you down the road. Got it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, draw me a picture. <laughs> it's a long flight, you guys. I really oh. don't like flying over water, and I'm yeah. so nervous. Do you have a stopover somewhere? 
I'm actually, so we're doing Hawaii, Australia, and then I've just added, no one knows this yet, but the Philippines. I'm doing oh, a show. Oh my God, they will love you. Yeah. I am so excited. <laughs> I am so excited and about that show. That's going to be amazing. Just don't get cute. I, I can't <laughs> wait. I'm so excited. No, kidnap me. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. It's fine. It'll be fine. No, I'm so excited. What, what can we expect? Like, obviously, you're coming to Australia in December. You've had a huge 50-city tour in America, and yeah, we are—we can't wait for you to come. We're so excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm already got tickets to go. They're like, can't wait. They're going to die when they hear us. I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm going to Brisbane, Melbourne, and Sydney. I think yeah. Brisbane's, like, almost sold out, and Melbourne, too. Oh. Um, Sydney's got some seats left, so if you're in Sydney, make sure you come. Uh, and what I love about the show is people come in like big groups, like yeah. their whole units will come out, and then it's like, who's working at the hospital? Like, if y'all are here, yeah. who the fuck's exactly. taking care of the patients? And lucky it's in December, so we can like plan our time off now. Yeah, like book those but, days. It's off. perfect. Yeah, take yeah. your PTO. So my show, it's a one man show. It's definitely a show. It's not so much stand up comedy. So I do skits yeah. and videos, and there's dancing oh, and music and sound. And uh, I just go through my journey from growing up up until, you know, going through the pandemic and the year of the nurse and blah, blah, blah. So it's definitely um, a story, essentially. And we just get a laugh together and have fun together. And it's it's pretty crazy. So when I started touring, you know, these theaters are like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so boring. Like, he's just a nurse that's just going to be talking. <laughs> and then after my show, they were like, it was so loud in here. It's like a concert because the nurses are so wild. Always one, one gets kicked out at every show because they're are like so loud. And it's just, it, it just gets crazy. But, you know, nurses deserve a night of fun. And really? I love when the, people make custom T-shirts. So I hope you guys like <laughs> come in T-shirts and signs and groups and just uh, uh, blow the house down. So uh, I'm super excited. To I've always wanted to come to Australia. And uh, the nursing community there is great. I know your union is strong. I've talked to your union before. They've shared my videos. They were like one yeah. of the first to share all my videos. So I definitely have a lot of love for all the nurses down under. Yeah, we, we have all the love for you. Yeah. <laughs> Very popular. Uh, do you guys like it when we say down under? Is that yeah. not a thing? No, it's oh, what you we love say. It? Yeah. Better than saying okay. Aussie. Aussie. Got yeah, it. Like we say Aussie. Aussie. <laughs> Teach me some words. I need to know some words. So if we say um, we're heading to an Arvo shift, do you know what that uh -huh. means? No. Afternoon. Afternoon. So we oh, shorten. What's an afternoon shift? Like oh, a PM shift? Yeah, PM shift. Got it. So you guys don't, do you do 12 hours? Some places. Yeah, but majority okay. of places have like three shifts. So three eight-hour shifts. An uh, avo shift. So if I'm doing an evo shift. <laughs> <laughs> so we we literally shorten everything in Australia. So like my stepmom's okay. name is Helen and I call her H. What do you call me? Like. Call you Nurse Blake because okay. I didn't know if you had some nickname, some nickname to shorten it. No, man. I guess you could come up with one. 
Yeah, we'll have to work on that. Um, what about, um, I'm so hungry I could eat the crutch out of a low-flying duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've like literally never heard of that. And um, if you come, you got to watch oh. out for the drop bears. Oh, the what? The drop bears. And if you want a pie, you need some dead horse. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I hear the animals down there are pretty wild too like i better watch yeah. out for my life no oh, no you'll be fine yeah just don't okay. swim anywhere don't <laughs> walk anywhere <laughs> <laughs> nah Pretty we've much, got lots yeah. of good um anti-venoms down here so mm. oh <gasps> do you guys see that a lot do you see that a <laughs> lot snake bites yeah bring the snake with you when you come. that happens like how much <laughs> How often? Probably, not, that often. not that often, but I mean, it's like I would never imagine a gunshot coming in, mm. but I would probably imagine a snake bite coming in. Yeah. You we all, get more snakes than yeah. wounds. We get like, multiple, like it's mm. wild. Because I feel like ER, the shows like ER and that they and Grey's Anatomy, they don't reflect the whole world. Like there's so many, you know, gunshots and things, but the rest yeah. of the world are getting real doesn't boring shit They're like bro- shark attacks rattles. and yeah, snake <laughs> bites. Yeah. Well, shark shark attacks are pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, not cool. Like that would be um, shark attacks is not cool, but you know. Thanks so much for coming on. Like we've had the best chat, and it's been so nice getting to know you. And I look forward to maybe meeting you when you come in December. Yeah, absolutely. And still, like, let, let me know if you want to record your podcast live on Nurse Con at Sea. Yeah, we're going to um, talk about it. <laughs> yeah, talk about it, talk about it. And, um, yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I can't wait to come down under and Yay! hang out with all the awesome nurses down there. So can't wait to see you guys. You can get tickets for Nurse Blake's PTO comedy tour from Melbourne, Brisbane, and Sydney. Available now at nurseblake.com. Don't wait. Put your roster requests in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, you have roster requests, so not PTO. No, we call it annual leave. Oh yeah, we have days off. We have like. It's going to be annual leave. The the Nurse Blake annual leave comedy tour. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just for Australia. Yeah. You can follow Blake on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Nurse Blake and his podcast, The Nurse Blake Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Instagram at Two Humorous Nurses or email us at humorousnurses at gmail.com. That's humorous like the bone. H U M E R U S. Bye. Bye.